What's up and welcome to Uve Island episode 39. This is a filibuster episode and if you're listening to this then that means that I either died, got locked up in prison, or I'm just like really busy or just didn't feel like recording the podcast so I recorded this in advance just so I don't have to record an episode and that means that Basically, I'm just going to take some random topic and just talk about it. It's not going to be the usual weekly episode where I go over um, things that happen throughout the week. It's just a random topic, and I'm just going to talk about whatever I want, like a filibuster. And that's what a filibuster is, and this is the first that I've done. And I'm actually doing this because I'm not even going to be in town. I'm going to be in uh, L.A., of course, for the Rams game, so don't have time to record and i'm not willing to lose sleep over recording stuff so i'm recording this like three or four days earlier and let's get into it so as the topic says it's the future episode we're gonna not the rapper but gonna talk about the future have a little fun uh be hypothetical start uh dreaming again because it's always fun to dream or daydream and i'm recording this at night so what is it like night dreaming or something but yeah so let's go over the future i i don't even like thinking about the future like that i don't like even thinking too far ahead like not even next week or next month i'm more of a present type guy you know (laughs) seize the day type that's kind of my attitude but for this episode let's peek into the future and let's think about the future if we could get that future i mean it's not looking too good and you know that earthquake is coming so <laughs> the end of days is near pretty much but hopefully the rams go in the super bowl beforehand but yeah let's do it first uh topic living in the bay area am i ever gonna move out of the bay area and that's something that has grown into my brain as of recently i mean from past episodes you can tell how i, how I feel about california but every time i start thinking about like moving to like a different city or moving to different state like i keep thinking like i'm gonna regret end up regretting the decision and missing the bay area because i really take the bay area for granted like a lot of the things that makes the bay area special whether it's the diversity and all the places you could go to diversity in people diversity in areas diversity in restaurants diversity in events and all that stuff i really take that for granted in the bay area and when I look at other places, other cities besides like the main cities like a New York City or an LA or you know Atlanta or Chicago or something like that, it's just not the same. <laughs> and I'll just end up being homesick. But if I did plan on moving out, like there's stuff, there's places that I've had considered before. I know the main one was like Las Vegas, which is where a bunch of people left California to go to because of a lot of things because of the uh, no taxes and then the housing what you could get there like the housing market's a lot better but i heard that like it's getting like really really bad now of course since like the 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 demand is like crazy but las vegas has been a no for me just because like it's too hot (laughs) same with texas too like people wanted to go to austin texas for the same reason but it's too damn hot it's too close to the equator and 
Texas is in a hurricane zone, so that's a no for me. And Las Vegas, again, is just way too hot. It's a desert, and I'm not trying to, like, um, die of heat exhaustion or something like that. <laughs> and, yeah, I can't stand the heat, even though, like, I could do it. It's just not worth it, even though I, I'm probably going to stay inside all the time <laughs> and, you know, stay with the air condition, but it's just way too much. So that was a no. And then uh, going up north, I mean, I've considered stuff like Vancouver, but that's moving to Canada. And I just don't feel like going through the hardships of like just gaining citizenship and all that stuff. And, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Vancouver, I know that's like a bunch of Asian people and stuff, but I'm gonna pass on that. Seattle has also got, got into my mind as well. Like I like the um that it's not too hot there, even though they had a heat wave this summer. Uh, I like the trees. They got a lot of trees there. I like the greenery. I feel like the air smells or the air is a lot fresher up there. And yeah, it's still diverse too. A lot of Asian people. <laughs> A lot of diversity as well i don't like the seahawks but at the same time like the one thing that i i don't i don't like in seattle is that it's too cloudy too foggy and i heard isn't that something like the suicide rates really high in seattle or something like that and truthfully yeah i mean like it's been foggy like i i, I really feel like <laughs> i really feel the sadness and all that stuff when it comes to like foggy days and dark days here in the bay area and it really does affect my mental health and yeah <laughs> i don't know if i can handle that like i do like rain and you know it, it relaxes me as well and but it, it barely rains here in california but i know it rains a lot in seattle so i don't know i i like i like a nice balance you know <laughs> so seattle is a no for me and then the, the last place that i probably considered was like new york city because, like, I, I visited New York City in 2018. I did, like, the usual tourist stuff. But I got a good little taste of the city. And I know it's much more than, like, Times Square. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just an awesome city. I've Even though I'm, like, very uh, introverted. And I'm very, like, I like solitude and peace. But something about, like, cities that I like the life. I like the energy and just the energy from, like, different people you know just living and going about their days even though new yorkers can be known to be kind of rude and not really as friendly but still i like i like the community aspect that they have in new york city and yeah that's something that i consider paying four thousand or two thousand dollars just for like a studio apartment yeah that's another thing too like you can't buy a house unless you're super rich and i after college i vowed never to live in an apartment complex ever again so I don't know, one day might, you know, it's a future episode one day, I might consider that. <laughs> yeah, those are places. Uh, next, uh, what I got next? Marriage. Oh, great. Marriage. My my thoughts on marriage. Uh, first of all, the idea of marriage is always baffling for me. Like, every time I look at my parents or, or any old-ass couple, like... <laughs> Like, I'm just in awe, like, how they could stay with each other for that long. And it takes, like, a lot of commitment. Like, I don't even know how if how that's possible. But with that said, like, the idea of marriage, like, really, um, really baffles me. I don't know the right word for it. Or it's, it's, I fear it. Like, I'm scared of it. I'm scared of, uh, 
messing up. I'm scared of, like, not being able to commit for that long. Not on, like, some Donald Jones type, <laughs> where I want to be type, <laughs> type thing, but more like, I don't know if, like, it'll last that long. Cause, like, the, and the divorce rates are high for a reason. Like, everybody's divorcing almost, <laughs> it's almost expected to divorce at the same time. And it's just like, yeah. And after I saw, like, Channing Tatum and then that, I forgot her name. From the original Step Up movie, I think her name's like Jenna or something. After I heard them them divorce, like I knew that <laughs> I knew that marriage was a lost concept or something like that, <laughs> or marriage wasn't real, and that that, that hurt me because like anybody that watched Step Up, you know that that was supposed to be the one couple that made it through, and they didn't. <laughs> but other than that, like the one thing about marriage that that I get really anxious about or anxiety is the idea of like a wedding <laughs> like it's not like the price or anything but it's just like uh, it, it's really overwhelming I like planning it and then the expectations and then making sure all your guests are having fun and making sure making sure that your bride is having like the day of her life it's really it gives me like a lot of anxiety some reason for me like my ideal wedding is like a really small wedding on some like like at a uh like at a forest or something with like just our families like immediate families like maybe like 30 people max <laughs> 30 20 people max and then like you know we do the ceremony and yeah we just do that and then we go on go on or like honeymoon or something like that but nowadays everybody's like planning like we gotta do this. We gotta do the uh, dancing, and the uh, the um, coordinated dancing choreography, and all that stuff. We gotta we gotta uh, show like a montage movie. We gotta take pictures here and there. And this is like way too much. It's just way too overwhelming. And then like you gotta do like all the bachelor, bachelorette stuff, and all that, and best man, whatever, and assign people. And to be honest with you, I ain't, I don't really know like that much people. <laughs> like i i don't know do, do people really honestly know that much people and have that many friends like i i i don't really i'm not close to a lot of people like that so yeah <laughs> so if i if i if i ever do get married to somebody like the wedding's gonna be extremely small like at a like at a fucking pond or something or a gazebo with like peacocks around it and stuff and yeah birds chirping and doves <laughs> yeah shout out to getting married but dude even as a guest like I'm, i've been invited to a few weddings and even i'm getting anxiety and it's not even my wedding <laughs> and then yeah and then you gotta pay for it too it's like what like 30 20 thousand like I'm, I'm not doing that she could pay for it though <laughs> and, and yeah next question what about kids you gonna get kids um i know the idea of kids has been uh out of the picture for a lot of things that have been out of the picture for a lot of the uh millennials or this gen z generation i don't know what what they call it but kids is also one thing like a lot of people are not willing to make the commitment towards a kid and whether it's financial heart or financial obstacles or or just not willing to sacrifice their lives and stuff and i could i could feel it too like i'm in my late 20s i'm 
not gonna tell you my age <laughs> i'm old anyways but yeah the idea of kids i mean it's a commitment it's not like a dog or pet or anything it's like it's like literally like another life that you had to cater and, and take care of and as uh, i'm working on my job and like my coworkers like maybe a generation older than me like a little bit older than me and they're um going through the uh life cycle you know getting married moving to a house and getting kids and all that stuff and watching from the bleachers and all that stuff watching from the sidelines uh, seeing like them have kids i i know it's extremely stressful and it's funny with my coworker as well we were just talking about how he, we were getting into like different hobbies and how he was finding new hobbies that he was getting into and all of a sudden he told me he's, he's he announces that he's having a kid and like i was just sitting there like damn <laughs> that's it for him or something like that <laughs> like he's not gonna have any more time to do all the other stuff that he just got into and that was like low-key kind of depressing but at the same time i'm happy for him and i'm happy that he has a kid and stuff but damn <laughs> like if i have a kid like like that's it like i'm not gonna be able to do anything like i'm not gonna be able to uh do all the stuff that i wanted to do like i can't i can't go clubbing I can't party hard and get blacked out drunk because I have to be alive for my kid. Can't get uh, thrown into jail, go to prison or anything like that. Can't get into debt. So, yeah, the idea of having a kid is kind of out of the picture right now. But it is a future episode. So, uh, who knows? I may be, I might be, like, too short and have my first kid at, like, 50. <laughs> but if I do have kids, I do want, I think, the magic number is two. I don't want an old only child. I mean... If God, if God could bless me with two two kids, two beautiful kids, that would be great. And I want a boy and girl. I don't want a girl, girl, boy, boy, you know. Because I grew up with an older sibling and my sister. And I think it was great to live and grow up with somebody that's uh, the opposite gender, different background. Because so, it allows me to really understand the other gender or the other gender or female gender, you know. It's really good teaching and it really teaches you, like, well i mean i'm still confused to this day but it'll teach you like girls you know how they live and stuff and it, it's a really good lesson for young boys as well although i've always wished for like an older brother and stuff like that and a younger brother but you know yeah i can't have that many kids dude i'm not gonna pop out like 10 kids <laughs> that's too much next thing oh yo what about a house what kind of house do you want well the idea of home ownership is like dying with every single day, especially in California. The I can't even dream of buying a house here in California, and if it is, it's probably gonna be like in the middle of like a farmland or something like that. But in the Bay Area, like that, what is it, like half a million, a million dollars or something like that for a house. And yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to get married before I buy a house. <laughs> And yeah, I'm gonna hope that she, I'm gonna have to be gold, a gold digger and try to find like some tech girl or something like that, some CEO girl, and just have her be my baby mama. <laughs> but yeah, my my house. First of all, let's talk about my house. I don't want a big house. I don't want like Rick Rick Ross like mansion. I'm cool with just like what a regular size family house, whatever that means. But here's what I do want. I want no neighbors. I don't want. I don't want to even see my neighbor. I don't want to. I don't even want to know what my neighbor looks like 
I want to take a football. If I could throw a football and hit my neighbor's house, then he's too close. <laughs> that's uh, that's what like that's like seventy yards. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. If Patrick Mahomes could throw a football and it, it'll hit my neighbor's house, then that's way too close. Like I want my space. I want a big backyard. I want a big lawn. I want, but I just want a backyard where I could chill and just do whatever I want. I also want my own uh, indoor basketball court. Uh, not like state of the art or anything. I just want like a college basketball or a FIBA regulation sized uh, basketball court in my somewhere in my house. Preferably indoors. Like I've always dreamed of having that. Like everybody dreams of like certain stuff, but that's like my dream thing like i wish i had my own indoor basketball court where i could just lower the rim and just be like lebron james for like three hours at like one in the morning like i I can't tell you how many times like i have this urge to play basketball at like one in the morning like i remember in uh college i had my own little mini hoop and i would just play like (laughs) i would just shoot until like super late at night and i I was on the first floor so I, i wasn't bothering like neighbors downstairs so just letting you know but yeah i've always wanted like an indoor court where i could just be stephen curry and just shoot and just play my music have a big widescreen tv and all that stuff playing playing movies or old school hip-hop rap music videos and yeah just chill there go to sleep in there and then just hear like the basketball bouncing and the net swish just echoing through the court and just that's like heaven to me I'm not even lying, like, for real. Uh, and I don't think that's going to happen in California. <laughs> Unless I turn into, like, Joe Rogan or something and get super rich. Lastly, for the first ever Ube Island filibuster episode, uh, what about my car? What car was was my future car going to be? And to be honest with you, I have a lot of dream cars. I mean, I think everybody wants, like, a Porsche. And I do want a Porsche. Like, Lamborghinis, cool, but everybody got lamborghinis uh mclaren super fast but yeah whatever i want a porsche 911 gt3 whatever the hell year it is man i think that's pure perfection i think it's a manual transmission too not that uh paddle shifter bs you know it's just like a pure sports car that's like my dream besides like a porsche carrera gt i think that's like my super dream car next to like a mercedes uh, slr but let's Let's be real or, well, hell, hell, who knows? But let's be, uh, let's lower down to dream a little bit. Uh, my dream car has always been, sorry, or, or, always been like the Honda NSX. Like, I've never been so, like, every time I see one, I always lose my mind. It's such a beautiful car. I always stare at it and I've always wanted it. I know they're not as fast as, as like other supercars back then, but that's like my dream car <laughs> but my ultra realistic uh next car is not even a car it's actually like a truck <laughs> like i don't know like i i got to drive my first truck i think last year or this year or so and it was such a eye-opening experience like i finally understood why trucks are so awesome like i've, dri- I've driven suvs and all that stuff but driving a truck is a different thing a lot of people make fun of like dudes with big lifted trucks and they're they're uh loud and they're big monster trucks on the road 
but to be honest with you none of those people have like driven a truck like that it's like there's just the feel of it like when i was driving the truck the truck that i drove this year i had the windows down the radio blasting and i was like driving through the street and i was like looking at everything and i was like i could run over everything on the street like i'm like i saw a curb and i was like yo i'm just gonna drive over it <laughs> i actually didn't though because you know I'm, i obey the law but yeah it's that feeling of uh that you, you're on top of the world you got the window down your your hands outside you know you, you don't feel worried you could get into you feel like you can't get into an accident you're more worried about the person you're gonna hit <laughs> and yeah you can hear like the truck you know the the engine rumbling it's it's a beautiful feeling and yeah i definitely do want a truck but at the same time i gotta be more um practical i think the idea of a minivan makes the most sense and i see like that they do trick out minivans and there's like a whole culture revolving around modified vans and it seems awesome like i i don't think i'm gonna lower it and stuff like that but I could see myself making a cool ass van and I don't know like a Honda Odyssey or a Toyota or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, anyways, that'll be the episode and hopefully you enjoyed it. I have a stash of like filibuster episodes that are <laughs> that are that I like to uh, do one day and I might do it as I get busier in the future and all that stuff, but for now, hope you enjoyed the filibuster episode episode 39 so we're going on 40 next week i'll see you then ube allen podcast peace